Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years... People have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. We have got a lot of news to talk about here today on this program because it is Wednesday, and you know what that means. Tonight, AW Dynamite, we got a lineup. Last night, WWE NXT, we got a review. Mike Sempervivi, unable to make it here today. Lance Storm will be replacing him on the program. And obviously, the biggest news is the announcement that beginning next year, AEW is moving from TNT to TBS, and we finally have found out when their next show is going to debut, what it's called, and more. So that's going to be the top story to discuss here today. We'll get into that after the break. We've also got lots of notes on AEW Double or Nothing. We have five matches announced thus far. We have a number of individuals that have been announced for the Casino Battle Royal. And they have vowed that tonight on Dynamite, we will have the entire card for the May 30th pay-per-view. New NXT North American champion Bronson Reed won the cage match. He defeated Johnny Gargano. He is the new North American champion. We can talk about that and everything else that went down on the NXT show last night. And I presume... We will take your feedback. Depends on how much news we have to talk about here today. But for the record, the text message line, 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. You can email me, brian at wrestlingobserver.com. And the Twitter handles for today, at Brian Alvarez, at Lance Storm. And if you just want to harass the poor guy, <clears throat> at Sempervivi on Twitter. I don't know why Lance did that, but you can't see it anyway. Back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Ron Barr. All my life I've been active, playing tennis, pickup basketball, cycling, and swimming. 
But let me tell you, as I've gotten older, my body now tells me when enough is enough and I've done too much. Did you know 100 million Americans suffer from ongoing pain due to aging, exercise, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living? I want to recommend Relief Factor to you. Relief Factor can help all those body parts that are hurting, sore, such as neck and shoulder, back, hip, or knee, or just general muscle aches and pains. Here's what I recommend. Go to relieffactor.com to find out more. And Relief Factor has something special for the Sports Byline USA Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only 95 cents a day. So give them a call at 800-500-8384. That's 800-500-8384. Or check it out at relieffactor.com. Time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business. If you don't know how to do something, don't think that Google can solve everything. Instead, it makes a lot more sense to pay a few hundred dollars or even a few thousand to have an expert who's been successful teach you how to do it. Because even though additional education will cost you money up front, it will more than pay for itself. Free courses are available, but they only scratch the surface. Paying to dig deep into a topic and really learn is the best bet. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. It's Small Business Month, and Dell Technologies and Windows are celebrating your unstoppable drive. Save up to 45% on powerful PCs with Windows 10 Pro to work from anywhere, plus top monitors and docks for the ultimate business setup, all with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Speak to a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the right business tech, server, storage, and cloud solutions at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL for Small Business Month savings. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Before we get going, how you doing there, Lance? Good, I'm not Mike Sempervivi. Did I call you Mike Sempervivi? You I did. A, I got a lot on my mind. All right, here's how I want to start out today. So, ah. Ah, hate talking things like this. So uh, this uh, this COVID thing that shut down the uh, country, I'm sure you've heard many times. Since when did a communicable disease become a political issue? You know how people always say that? Like it all comes down to politics and not whatever. So it's the same thing everywhere, including uh, wrestling. 
So it was announced today that AEW is going to, I'll give you all the details in a minute. They're going to be moving to, uh, to TBS. And I woke up this morning and I got texts, I got emails, there's people on Twitter. And it's like in the old days, you would look at a news story and you would determine by analyzing the news story whether the news was good or bad. Now, <laughs> people look at the news story and if they don't like something or whatever, like I got all these emails and texts today from people that, oh, terrible news for AEW. Horrible. Oh, they're in big trouble. And then other people are like, oh, it's the greatest news in the world. This is like, I don't understand. I understand some of you don't like AEW. That's fine. But like, do we have to twist ourselves in a pretzel here? Preston here on my Twitter says, moving stations is not ideal, but this move should prevent Dynamite from getting bumped by the NBA, NHL, etc. Moving stations is not ideal if it's not ideal. If moving stations is a net positive, then in fact, it is ideal. We have seen wrestling companies move stations for a million years. SmackDown was on USA, if I recall, and they moved stations to Fox. In what universe, in any way, was that a negative to move stations? They were in significantly more homes. They made significantly more money. They've, they're being viewed by significantly more people than Raw is on USA. It is a positive all the way around to move to Fox. Now, if their next television deal, they get booted off Fox, and they end up having to go to the Paramount Network, then yes, Moving stations would not be ideal because they would be in a smaller station on cable, not network television, less people watching. I don't know if it would be less money or whatever, but but anyway, here is the, the story. This is a net positive for AEW, no matter what anyone wants to say because of their political beliefs in professional wrestling. In less than a year, the TV home of AEW Dynamite since its inception will change. Warner Media announced Wednesday, starting in January 2022, Dynamite will move to TBS with the long-touted new hour-long series called AEW Rampage, debuting on TNT Friday, August 13th at 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern. The show will move to TBS in 2022, may not remain on Fridays after the move. As part of the changes, four new annual specials will air on TNT in 2022. There's a bunch of quotes here from uh, Tony Khan, etc., and uh, and so we go on from there. So I could talk more about the details if you want, but that's that's the gist of it. Now, TBS versus TNT. TBS is in more homes than TNT. The average viewership of TBS was higher last year than it was on TNT. On TNT, especially during this period, because we're about to see it starting next week, NBA playoffs happen, uh, the show gets preempted. It may not be the end of the world, I don't know, but if it were me and I just uh, was no longer going head-to-head with NXT and I was doing shows that were right around a million, sometimes over, sometimes under, and then like a month after that happened, my momentum was stalled because I get moved off my normal date to a Friday, that sucks. So by moving to TBS, they will not have to worry about the preemptions. They will be on a station with more viewers. Uh, more homes available for it. And on top of everything else, and this is the biggest key here, they're going to be making more money. So, obviously, television money is what keeps WWE afloat. And television money is what keeps AEW afloat. So, they are making more money on this deal 
They're on a network in more homes and a network that has averaged more viewers. And they will still be getting four specials a year on TNT. If you watch Dynamite now, they do four pay-per-views a year. And then every couple months or whatever, they do uh, whatever their random shows are. Uh, those, those special episodes of Dynamite that they do. When they do those now, they don't make any more money. Uh, we're going to do, um, what was the last one they did? Anybody? Winter is coming, for example. So winter is coming. It ends up being just a special in the normal time slot now. They don't make any more money for it. They may do a better number for the night, but it's not like they're making more money. Now, with the new deal, they will have four pay-per-views a year. And then four other times per year, they will have a special on TNT in which they will, in fact, make more money. So, that's the story. If you would like to try to explain to me how this is a negative, you're welcome to do so. But there is no actual evidence, outside of whether you like AEW or not and just want to say whatever, there is no evidence that any part of this deal is a negative. Unless you're upset that there will be a TNT title on TBS. That may be a negative. Or not. Well, they could always change the name of the title if they wanted yes, to. Yes, it could be the Turner but, title. Yeah, you're so right. People... They make their conclusion, and then they try to interpret the news to support their conclusion. And if they wanted it to be bad news, they just look for a way by which to spin it. So I, I'm assuming by, by these specials, you know, a, a show like Blood and Guts would have probably been a special on TNT yeah. rather than a regular episode. Blood and Guts would have been a standalone special, just like the old Clash of Champions, on TNT on whatever night, and they would get paid on top of whatever they're normally getting paid for that special. Boy, yeah, getting paid more money, that's terrible news. Horrible. Horrible. Hate when that happens. Yeah. So uh, that's the story. I mean... When they first started, they had a deal, which was largely a split of advertising revenue. It was about a, in fact, I think it was less than a year. I can't remember how long it was, but at that point, they were locked in and they were given a uh, larger television deal with guaranteed money for the show, which, I mean, maybe somebody found a way to spin that into a negative, but it was a positive. Now, being moved to TBS to avoid getting preempted for the NBA, to avoid getting preempted for whatever, that is a vote of confidence in AEW, not a vote of no confidence. That's why they're being moved. Obviously, I mean, in no universe is anybody arguing that AEW is bigger than the NBA. Obviously, it's not. So if they're on the same station as the NBA, they will be preempted because the NBA outranks AEW. If the Turner networks did not care about AEW. He'd be like, whatever, preempted, who cares? Put him back on when the... They are bullish on AEW. That's why they're putting him on a network where they will keep their time slot and not be preempted. So anyway, that's the story, and uh, I'm sure people are going crazy right now, but that's just the way things go. Tonight, there is a Dynamite show. John Moxley and Eddie Kingston versus The Acclaimed. Young Bucks versus the Varsity Blondes AW Tag Team Titles. Serena Deeb, Red Velvet, NWA Women's Title. Christian versus Matt Seidel. Anthony Agogo versus Austin Gunn. Hikaru Shida versus Rebel. This is not a strong marquee lineup here. And they are going head to head with the NBA. So if this show ended up in the 800s, even 700s, I would not be surprised. 
I would also not be surprised to hear tomorrow that people believe the sky is falling. But in fact, it's not. This would be expected, and uh, life will go on. But I just thought I'd preempt that one right now. I'm really looking forward to the Serena Deeb match. She's been extremely good when she was on pre-injury. And Red Velvet, you know, did quite well with Jade Cargill, who, you know, no offense to her, is not as experienced or as good in the ring as Serena Deeb. So it's like, I'm looking forward to that match. We also had the uh, NXT show last night. We'll start talking about that a little bit after the break. But the big news on the NXT show was we had a cage match. And, in fact, there was there was a massive amount of interference, as is normally the case in cage matching nowadays. But at the end of the day, the babyface overcame the odds, and Bronson Reed defeated Johnny Gargano to win the North American title clean in the middle of the ring. We'll talk about that and more after the break. Stick around. Wrestling Observer Live. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra for a free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Matthew. Huh? Okay, I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you, and what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect. 
so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Lance Storm joining us here today. Who is not, in fact, uh, Mike Sempervivi. What is this uh, NXT show? You don't normally watch NXT, isn't that right? That is correct. I haven't been watching NXT, but I've switched this week, and I think I'm going to make it a permanent move for a while. Uh, Raw has had its moments that uh, have made me want to turn the show off, so I've decided that I'm going to for a little while and watch NXT. Uh, Frankie Monet is debuting anyway. Come on, those zombies weren't as bad as Chucky. Well, I I didn't even watch the zombies, to be honest. I I know it's going to make me mad, so after I saw reviews and clips, I'm like, I'm just going to save myself the headache. And with Frankie Monet debuting next week on NXT, I want to follow her anyway, so I'm I'm switching from Raw to NXT for a while. I will probably miss Raw eventually and go back, but for now, I'm going to use NXT and AEW uh, as my main priority with a little bit of impact thrown in. I got to mention one thing, and then we'll talk about NXT here. But I've been getting a million messages about the TNT title of all things. So apparently, they're not going to be changing the name of the TNT title. I guess anything can can change between now and and next year. But uh, you got to remember, I don't know what they're going to do. But the name of the uh, show is Dynamite TNT. So I mean, they may just start calling it the Dynamite title. Or call it the TNT title, because TNT is dynamite. Keep the belt, and away you go. But apparently the idea is not to change the name of the title, at least right now. I'm sure that was very high on the list during negotiations, uh, what they were going to do about that title. But Well, the thing is, too, though, they could primarily feature that title on their new show, which is still on TNT. You could, but it's only four times a year. I mean, next next year, everything is on TBS. So we're talking oh. about next year. So starting oh, in January, they'll, every show is going to be on TBS except for the four annual specials. Oh, okay. I thought the Rampage show was going to be on TNT. No, everything's going to move to TBS. Okay. So, yeah, last night, I guess you didn't see the finish of the main event, but uh, it was one of those matches where it's Gargano versus Reed, Austin Theory's at ringside, and he's constantly climbing the cage, and he's constantly attempting to interfere, and he's slamming the cage door on Bronson Reed's head. And it's like, come on, dude, this is lame. And so finally, at the end, Bronson Reed knocks him off the side of the cage. Bronson Reed does a big splash off the top rope onto Johnny Gargano from the back. It's kind of like Tanahashi doing the high fly flow. And then he goes up to the top rope and does a second big splash. One, two, three, pins him in the middle of the ring. I thought the finish was great. It's kind of like, it actually reminded me of one of those New Japan matches where the Bullet Club interferes for 15 straight minutes. And finally, they get foiled, and the good guy wins in the end. That's what they did here. So I really liked it in the end. And I love Bronson Reed. I thought he should have won the title at TakeOver. Now that Johnny Gargano is not champion, two things. Number one, he can go and do all the goofy comedy he wants. He's not the champion anymore. Knock yourself out. I could come up with ideas if you want. However, now that he's no longer the North American champion, they may be getting him ready for the... uh, 
heavyweight title. Like he's going to feud with Karrion Cross, and if that bro's going to be feuding with Karrion Cross, <laughs> cut out the ha ha. Yes, Karrion Cross is not designed to do comedy sh- stuff. No, no. What do you think of the rest of the show? I think the the Finn Balor Karrion Cross video package was one of the greatest things I've seen. I thought that was just absolutely phenomenal. Tone, presentation, everything. That was a grand slam home run. And had I not already been planning on switching permanently to NXT, there's no way I would miss next week's show after that video package. That was phenomenal. You know, the thing about those video packages is, I don't want to say that they go under the radar, but I mean, when you look at every wrestling promotion, I can't think of any show that has better video packages than NXT. I presume it's largely Jeremy Borash. Uh, there is another guy. I forget his name, but uh, there's actually another guy who who helps with those as well. But these are every single time. They're so good. And, you know, AEW doesn't do a lot of uh, video packages like this. Uh, Raw and SmackDown, I mean, you know, some of the ones they do before the pay-per-views, I mean, they're fine. But NXT, I think, has the best video packages anywhere in wrestling. And that was one of them. Yeah, that really was. Now, the the spa segments, on the other hand, not so much. So Candice and Indy are at a spa, and uh, and this is what happens, okay? So they're both on a table, and they got the whatever over their eyes, and they're getting massaged, and they're chit-chatting. And uh, Candice is telling Indy about what a creep this Dexter Loomis is, okay? And all of a sudden, the camera pans up, and whoever was massaging Indy is now Dexter Loomis, so he can he can teleport. And so, this doesn't disturb the camera person that a serial no. killer has just crept into this massage room. So he's massaging her now, and she doesn't know because she's got the thing on her eyes. And she says, you know, you're right. He's such a creep and a loser. And they pan up to Dexter Loomis, and I think he's sad, but, you know, he never emotes. He just looks like a creep. And so he walks away. And, like, I think we're supposed to feel sympathetic for this guy. But, bro, he's a creep. Like, he snuck in and he's massaging this woman. And she doesn't even know. So he goes away and, like, we're supposed to feel bad for the guy. And then later, the big payoff is Candace goes to pay. And the lady comes back and she says, your card has been declined. And Candace says, run it again it shouldn't be declined and the lady says no for sure it's declined and the uh the credit card company said that you had an unpaid expense and it was from a a flower shop or something like that and so like the story is that they wouldn't run her card because candace had bought flowers on the card that she didn't pay none of this makes any sense that's not like, how credit cards None work. of it, unless her, her credit limit was like $25, which, by the way, big superstars here, the, the tag team champions with a credit limit of $25, maybe it kind of makes sense. No, it doesn't. But even then, it doesn't. You got a 30-day grace period. This was three weeks ago. And so then, Indy figures out, you bought those flowers. It wasn't Dexter that bought them for Indy and, uh, or whatever her name is, uh, Shotzi and Ember. It was you! He loves me! And then she storms out, and we're supposed to want to see him get together. I'm afraid, of, I'm afraid of them getting together. That's not how credit cards work. 
It's ridiculous. If you're shopping somewhere and they decline your card, your credit card company doesn't tell them where else you shopped and what is outstanding. It's like that's it's just not how it works. You would be told that you're over your limit or that you're just declined. That's it. It's like this isn't how credit cards work. Hey, this guy here is saying I don't know anything about anything because where can you get flowers for twenty five bucks? First off, we don't know we don't know what flowers uh, were purchased for these two. It could have been carnations. I can go well, yeah. down. I can go to a Safeway and get a bouquet for under twenty five dollars. Well, you made up the dollar value. It doesn't matter. She could have spent. Yeah, it doesn't matter what it is. She could have spent a thousand dollars on flowers. The credit card company would have just said you're you've exceeded your limit and your card has declined. They wouldn't tell you the, the date of the purchase in what store. It's, it's 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 ludicrous, and again, the the fact that the sympathetic babyface is the one who's stalking, yeah, and menacing this woman. This guy's gimmick is he's a creep, and he's supposed to be the babyface. It's a very he's, weird story. He's, he's stalking this woman in a very uncomfortable way. Yes, in a company that has had legitimate issues with people stalking female talent in a more than uncomfortable way. That's another good point there by the way. I wasn't even uh, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, let's imagine, let's imagine everybody that uh some female you know goes to a massage place to get a massage and in the middle of the massage some creep comes in and and boots the guy out and takes over and starts rubbing her. That's a baby face? No. Why is it so hard? He's a weirdo. Anyway, that was that. What else was on the show? Anything else? Oh, I want to put over uh, Hit Row. Awesome. And Top Dollar, love the guy. <laughs> the greatest. That, I, was, that was a fun act. I, I, I love that segment. And actually, um, what the hell was his name? Uh, Hex's name. Um, Ashanti the Adonis. Yeah. And this is coming from me. That was one sweet-ass dropkick. This guy. That dude gets up. I I enjoyed this. It was this, it was Ashanti the Adonis and Top Dollar against Arya Daivari and Tony Nese. Tony Nese painfully underutilized, by the way. But just they destroyed these two guys and cut a promo afterwards. Swerve says he wants the winner of the main event tonight. I'm all for that. Swerve Scott and uh, and Bronson Reed doing a feud works for me. I like this act a lot. And then Tony Storm had a. I'm not entirely sure what that move was, but it looked awesome. Dude, it looked like she killed her. I, don't I swear think to God, she did though. She did a uh, move at the end, and I watched it, and I could not figure out what in the world happened. And then I watched it again, and again, and again. I watched it five times. I still don't have any idea what happened in this move. And then they showed a replay. I still don't know what the move was, but I do know that she twisted and she dropped Zoe Stark on her head and pinned her. So. I mean, at the end of the day, I have no idea what the point of the Tony Storm losing streak and lost to Zoe Stark at TakeOver was all about. I don't know. But uh, now she's she's beaten her, and I guess we're moving on with Tony Storm. It's a good match, though. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Tony Stark, uh, Tony Stark is very good, and obviously Tony St- or Zoe Stark and Tony Storm. I need to take a break. I'll be right back. Observer Live.
nyanya. Ba, mba, babue, Zimbabwe. <clears throat> the broken Bunsen burner burns so bright. South, Jamie. Southeast Asian Peninsula. Hey, hey, Jamie. Yes. I think the only line we need from you today is drivers who switch to progressive could say big. Cool. I just got to finish my warm-ups. <clears throat> foul, foul, throw in the towel. History, history. Switch history, to progressive history. today. Santa ski slalom in a salmon skin suit. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. So, how can I promote my new curbside pickup service? It's possible with Staples Connect. I need custom floor decals that'll get noticed, not just walked on. Also possible, Staples Connect can help your business grow with custom printed sales and marketing materials. And now get 15% off signs, posters, and decals when you spend $75 or more. Explore what's new at your local Staples store or staplesconnect.com. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. Ends 529. Visit staples.com slash signage for details. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086-800-918-4086-800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Lance Storm joining us here today. And uh, we're going to go to the phones. If you'd like to give us a call here today, and call or text. Text message, 425-780-7566. A call toll-free, toll-free for you youngsters out there, for you non-boomers. That means you don't have to pay for the call in a landline. I don't know why I pay for this every month. 844-913-2727 is the phone number. You may uh, talk about whatever you want. Ask questions to Lance. The great Lance Storm is here on the show today. Myself, I'm here today. 
Talk about Dynamite, NXT, whatever you want. Should mention that it has been confirmed Drake Wirtz no longer with NXT. And I was told that there may be more to come. Hope not, but... Now, now, is that ideal or less than ideal? Do we have to interpret the news like we do everything else? Well, I mean, more certainly people in not NXT I- getting fired is certainly not ideal for the people that are getting fired. Not, not ideal for them. I, I can speak from experience. Yeah. Getting cut is not ideal. All right. Well, uh, oh, my goodness. Look at all these people on the line. Holy smokes. What a draw you are, Lance. They, literally every phone line is full. So let's start with uh, Honolulu. You're on the air. What's up? All right. I like how you said Drake Wirtz got released because three more, according to Mike Johnson of the source, PW Insider, Skylar Story, Brandy Lauren, formerly got released. Uh, we also have that Anthony dude or whatever his name is from Imperium and also like Alexander Wolf. Uh, I don't know. I don't watch NXT, but I wanted to call in about that. But uh, Lance Lance Archer, Sting, Miro, story. Oh, uh, what is this limbo of Lance Archer and Sting? This storyline it just got dropped, and now Lance Archer's in limbo with Miro and whatever. And yeah, where, where's that gone? Uh, thank you. And also, I love you, Lance, greatest cruiserweight champion of all time. Thank you. That was random. I don't even know where to start. Thanks. It's like when you when uh, you know let's go to our correspondent for more of the news, and then you hit the button and there's Honolulu there. Huh. I, I think the big thing, if if I can just touch on a bit, it's like the Lance Archer Sting thing. It's like they had an interaction, and the last interaction they had was an agreement <laughs> that you know Archer did deserve more, and Sting agreed with them. It's like I don't think they have to start fighting with each other. You know, there is something to planting seeds and making connections and maybe it'll go somewhere maybe it doesn't i I think it's better if not every time someone crosses paths on a television show that it's the start of a feud so let's uh give them some time let's go to dagan here on the air what's going on hey what's going on brian lance nice to talk to you in person for the first time hello to all the twitch homies so, as I was watching NXT last night, uh, I noticed that, like, pretty much every match had interference. And I know Davis kind of talked about that being, like, more of an 80s or early 90s thing, uh, sort of a wrestling trope. And it I is. feel like it's very unnecessary in the wrestling in 2021 where we're at and kind of having a younger audience who doesn't really, uh, the, doesn't, the interference thing doesn't really appeal to as much. So I just wanted to get both of your thoughts on that, and especially Lance, kind of where you think uh, wrestling is right now. I know it's not as much of a thing in AEW, uh, but certainly in WWE what? there's a lot of interference. Bro, bro, Dagan, I want to thank you very much for the call. What are you talking about? There's tons of interference in AEW. And AEW is usually, I shouldn't say it's usually, but listen, there's interference all over the world, and it's just it's a way that people book. They want to set up a match, they do the interference, I would say in virtually every company, at least like uh, uh, NXT, Raw, SmackDown, AEW, New Japan, there's way too much of it. I don't think that it's just like anything. You don't want to have no interference because you can set some programs up that way and you can do some storylines based off of it. But you don't want to do an every single match. You don't want to overdo it. I think that's the easiest answer to that, Lance, unless you've got more. Well, I I think you're right in that 
interference is good if it's needed and goes somewhere. And that's where I, I think you could probably, I don't, know, I don't think you could argue, but it's like they didn't need the interference in that cage match. It didn't actually accomplish anything. But there was no interference to my recollection in the Tony Storm match. So it's not like it was in every match. And I think a lot of times in WWE, it's just used as a moment of excitement before we go to break, which I think, you know, I don't think we need. And I do think it numbs us to the interference that we just sort of get mad that there's more of it rather than getting mad at the actual interference. Let's go to New Brunswick. You're on the air. I've never got a... Yo, what's (laughs) What's up, Brian? What's up, Lance? Yep. Yeah, first of all, uh, Lance, I know you commented on this once before. Uh, the reason why you were super over in uh, the mayor times is because, uh, well, I mean, basically everybody that I know here that's into wrestling thinks you're awesome. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I wasn't surprised when you said that. But So, so just um, really smart fans in the Maritimes. Yeah, no, exactly. We know good stuff. So, uh, listen, I, I, I do have a comment and then a question. Uh, Brian, I, I finally got around to watching. I don't watch NXT, but you kept putting over this move. I wanted to check out this this, this uh, Fisherman's Suplex you kept going oh, on. Oh, the uh, Kushida's new finish? Yes. Yeah, it's awesome, isn't it? Okay, so it's awesome. Okay, and it, it's one of those moves that, like, like, in a shoot, like, you could see how that would, like, pin a guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's a move where like where it, it looks like you actually could not kick out if you wanted to. Unlike most moves yeah, where like exactly. the storyline in wrestling is, oh, I got hurt so bad on that fall that I can't lift up my shoulder. That's the only reason I get pinned. This one looks like you're trapped and you are unable to you're escape. You're trapped. Yes. So it actually leads me to a question that I have for both uh, yourself, Brian, and, and especially Lance, because I know Lance, you, you know, you, you know, you're a a master of the game and you appreciate you know moves that look good one of my pet peeves moves wise is that uh i guess it's like a the you know like the gin and juice where they do like the kind of hurricane rana thing off the top with the legs and the guy goes flying like come on it's ridiculous that wouldn't happen the guy jumps <laughs> that's what you called to ask Lance ridiculous. about the, the, the gin and juice looking ridiculous well i'm just saying like that's 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 an example for me of one of those moves that I see and I'm like, uh, you know, I don't really buy it, but it's wrestling, so whatever. As compared to something like a really cool like hammerlock uh, uh, suplex, where like the guy looks legit pinned. I'm just well, curious, yeah, sure. Lance and Brian, if you guys do you guys have a pet peeve move? And also, what is one of your favorite moves? Thanks for thanks for taking my call. Well, Lance, what do you think? My biggest pet peeve move is the Canadian Destroyer. Just that. Every time I see it, I always think the guy taking it is the one giving it because he actually is. That it's just, it's impossible to even remotely pull off unless the guy gives it to himself. Where even a, you know, a, a Rana type move, which, you know, is taking artistic license, it's like you could do a crappy looking one in a version of a shoot. Like it wouldn't be impossible to wrap your legs around a guy's head and take him off his feet. But the the Canadian destroyer, unless the guy is going to give it to himself, it's not happening. So well, that's let me my... say something about that move, Lance. When I first saw the Canadian destroyer, and uh, I don't want to sound like I'm bearing Petey Williams here, okay? Because he was the inventor. But like, I never liked when Petey Williams did it. 
because he would stand there, he would put the person's head between his knees, and then he would, like, do a jump first, and then as he jumped over them, they would do this giant flip. And I was like, this is the fakest move I've ever seen. Like, it doesn't even make any sense. Like, it's physically impossible. With that said, in 2021, a lot of guys are finding very, very creative ways to get into the Destroyer. Like, they'll do a springboard off the ropes, and they'll springboard into what you think is a sunset flip, but it'll end up being a Destroyer. And they look awesome. There's something about being able to, like, be propelled into it where my brain can at least think, well, there was a lot of momentum going into this. Whereas standing there and then just, like, jumping into it, it just looks totally fake when you do it that way. So... I like a lot of the Canadian Destroyers nowadays because of the way that they're set up, but I really, really hated the original Canadian Destroyer where you just stand there and then jump and then, like, physics takes or doesn't take over. Whenever I saw the original, like, I'd see it in video packages or clips, and it's like, I always thought I was watching a guy backdrop a guy out of a um, pile driver attempt. And then when the guy does a backflip, it's like, oh, right, yeah, he's backflipping on his head. It's a Canadian Destroyer, not a counter. So it just, it never registered in my brain as being realistic. So I think the only one I've seen that I thought looked realistic was um, the Doomsday Device version I've seen Teddy Hart do, where the dude's on the guy's shoulders, <clears throat> and then Teddy comes off the top rope and manages to sunset flip him into a Canadian Destroyer. It's like, I think you could do that without the guy cooperating. All right, let's go to who do we got on the line right now? I forgot what we were even doing here. That was New Brunswick was on the air. I've yes, never I was. Yes, I was super over in New Brunswick in the Maritimes. I only did a couple of uh, live events there at WB, but for whatever reason, man, those fans were awesome. All right, let's go to uh, Bakersfield. You're on the air. What's going on, dude? Hey guys, I want to know what Lance's thoughts are on that viral video of the dude getting his nuts lit on fire and then hit by a weed whacker. Oh God! And pills. Yeah. What do you think about that, Lance? Did you see it? Um, I I saw that the video was all over Twitter. I as soon as I saw the person spraying the guy's crotch with lighter fluid, I immediately closed it off and scrolled past and went, "I don't need to see that garbage." Did you send it to me? Who sent it to me? Was me. All right, somebody sent it to me. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Those who can't, those who, those who can work, those who don't light themselves on fire. Yeah, don't light your uh, your uh, uh, genitalia on fire, everybody. Bad idea. That's a good rule of thumb. So, kind of uh, feedback we've got in the uh, email bin right here. This person says, I laughed like crazy at Cameron Grimes showing old-school WWF compilation footage of Ted DiBiase getting embarrassed by Virgil, leg-dropped by Hogan, and him being the only one laughing at his joke and nobody else. Yeah, Ted DiBiase showed up last night and uh, didn't do a lot, actually, but he was there. He caused Cameron Grimes' distraction finish, the usual, and then he left. So I think his final parting words were, you're pretty good, kid. But you're no million-dollar man. So I'm not sure where we go from here. What do you do? Give him the million-dollar belt? I don't know. I, I honestly don't. It was just a, a whole lot of laughing. And this was my first time seeing the Cameron Grimes-Ted DiBiase dynamic. And 
I was good with that, and I'm, I'm ready to move on. Okay, actually, i got to read this because i got to ask everybody a question because I, I wasn't sure if I was crazy or not, and it sounds like I wasn't. So last night on NXT, I'll talk about this in more detail when I do the show with Vinny and I can swear. Raquel and Dakota are interviewed, and they are asked about something that happened on social media. It is not explained to us what happened, and they start talking about the comments on Twitter about the incident. What happened here? Anybody? Because I don't remember seeing any footage of this after last week's show. Apparently something happened with Raquel and Dakota. They didn't show footage of it. They didn't even explain it. They just talked about it like everybody knew. And then Raquel's exact words were, everybody's on Twitter. They've read the comments. I did not see it on Twitter. I did not read the comments. And I'm on Twitter not very often, but still. <laughs> Am I out of my mind? I, I didn't catch it. Well, it looks to me like I'm not out of my mind. Yeah, that made me mad. I'll go off on it tomorrow. But back in a moment, everybody, Observer Live. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. 
The annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers contains the little known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right, so I wasn't crazy. Brennan here says, there was a YouTube WWE Network exclusive video where Raquel shows respect to Mercedes and Dakota is upset and slams the door. Wouldn't it have been that hard to put it on TV before the interview? Or at least explain in the interview what happened? It wouldn't have been an exclusive then, Brian. I mean, that's true, but they do that all the time. And fine, don't put it on TV, but at least tell me what happened. What's her face goes up and just goes, I don't even know what she said. She was just like, everyone saw what happened last week on social media after the show. I was like, I didn't. What happened? Then they start talking about it. I'm feeling left out. That's no fun. Brunson Reed, what a baby face. In a drought of good baby faces with principles, this guy won me over in that steel cage. When he closed that cage door in the end, pretty much saying that he wasn't taking the coward's way out, I smiled. Then he crushed Johnny with back-to-back tsunami splashes. Just phenomenal. Can you not book every baby face like that? You want to say hi to Lance? Yeah. My, my daughter walked in. Come here. Come oh, say hi to him. More interference. Yeah. Say hi, Lance. Hi, Lance. There we go. Hello. <laughs> she ran in here. Well, perfect timing here. We got to wrap this show up here today. Uh, Lance, get the plugs in real quick. You got like uh, 15 seconds. Uh, at Lance Storm on Twitter, inquiries, SWA virtual training at gmail.com. All right, everybody, that's it for today. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, Lance, as always. Mike, Paisley, callers and listeners, Dom, everybody in the studio, Twitch homies, Arizona's live.